folks that love the Lord and care about others, and that's a blessing. Amen. And we praise the Lord for that. Uh, it was announced, and I just want to reemphasize uh, the prayer time this, this afternoon or evening, early evening, at 5.15 in these prayer rooms to the side. We also have a, a, another men's prayer room upstairs behind the choir practice room. And I've heard even preaching lately, some of these alumnus refer to Dr. Seitler praying in that uh, upper room as we refer to it. And uh, there's even an extra thick uh, bit of padding under the carpet up there. Amen. And uh, some folks, uh, maybe some of the new folks at Tabernacle don't know where that little room is, but just such a great place to go pray. And uh, church, we need people praying right now and I would not try to criticize or get on to anyone not not trying to do that at all I really want to encourage folks if we can to really support the prayer times we uh, I had the miss last night at six o'clock we had a group of young people at a youth rally and I was away but we have six o'clock prayer here every Saturday evening in the chapel and uh, I know life gets busy and I know uh, even uh, past several Sundays, uh, we've had uh, committee meetings and, and uh, Sunday evening choir practice. I know there's a lot of other activities. I get it. I understand. I'm not, again, not fussing. But uh, let's really, if you can, if you're available, if it's all possible, uh, let's try to support these prayer times. And uh, we need to be on our knees, amen, amen. and seeking the Lord. Let's, let's do that. All right. Hebrews chapter number 11. Hebrews chapter 11, I want to read about nine or ten verses here in the first part of Hebrews chapter number 11. This chapter is known as the Hall of Faith. There's a lot of Hall of Fames for different sports activities and places where excellent people are recognized because of their uh, fame in a particular sport, but this is, this is the great hall of faith. Those that by faith trusted God. And I want to preach today on this subject, what is faith? What is faith? Let's look at it. Hebrews 11, verse number 1, the Bible says this, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. Now, we're going to continue to read, but I want you to pay special attention to verse number 6 because I think we have some really deep truth about faith in verse 6. But without faith, 
It is impossible to please him, referring to God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. I like that, amen. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, and as in a strange country dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with whom or excuse me, with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. And we'll stop reading there. Father, we love you. Thank you for the privilege to preach yet again today. I pray, God, this time, has been, as it's been set aside for worshiping you and looking unto you and your word. I pray, God, that you would help us today. Lord, those listening by the way of internet or by the way of radio, God, I pray that even these that are sitting here in this place, God, you would help our hearts to be turned toward your heart. Lord, may we understand your mind, Lord, and what you would have us to know today from the Bible. God, I pray you would help us to understand this great, important subject of the Bible. Help us, Lord, to have faith in God. Help us to trust you. And we'll thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Much is said, not only in this chapter, but in the Bible itself about faith. Faith is a very large subject and material that's covered about faith in the Bible. There is no way that this message or even a few others could be an exhaustive uh, sermon or messages on the subject of faith. There's just so much to deal with. I want to deal with this text today, chapter 11, verse number 1 through 10. I want us to look at some things concerning faith, and I pray God would grow us in our faith. I pray that uh, you that are listening, that I I trust you have been saved by grace through faith. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 through 9. I hope you've uh, believed and trusted God with your soul for eternity. Listen, if you're here today and you're not saved, there's nothing, nothing more important than you uh, believing on the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, and asking Jesus to be your Savior. Nothing more important than that. And that's an exercise, that which takes place by faith, by faith. Now, the Bible in Hebrews 11 gives some explanation of faith. And I want us to look first of all this morning how faith is explained. Verse number one and verse number two, because the verse begins, now faith is, oftentimes, this is associated with a definition of faith. In all honesty, studying through the verses and looking at 
what faith really is, this in reality is probably more of a description of what faith is than a, than a real root definition of the word faith. And I'll, I'll touch on that in just a little bit. But let's look at verse 1 and verse number 2. The Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report. You know, faith is associated, we heard a message during alumni days in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, how the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And when we think of faith, we're talking about looking into those things which to the physical eyes unseen. There is belief, there is trust. And we look at it maybe from a human earthly perspective as maybe being uncertain or maybe something that is not secure. But I want you to notice the words that God uses in verse 1. Look at it. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. You know what the word substance means? It means something existing by itself. The essential part of something real, not imaginary, something solid, amen, solid, not empty. That's what substance is. Faith is something solid, amen, something you can stand on, something that you can trust in. It's real, amen. amen. It's not looking into the uncertain and the, uh, that which is uncertain and, and not trustworthy. Faith is where you can stand, hallelujah. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. I like that. Amen. It's solid ground. Trusting God by faith. Another description of faith is not only the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That term is used as a legal term. The word evidence, look at that just a moment. To see. It means proof. A witness. Evidence presented in a courtroom, that which provides proof possibly of somebody's guilt in a crime. Well, faith is the evidence, the proof of things not seen. You know, there's another solid word. Not only is substance very solid, but evidence of things not seen. I'm telling you, if you trust God and put your faith in him, although you can't see God, although you can't physically put and set your eyes upon the God of heaven, you can trust the Lord God of heaven. Say amen, amen. amen. That's solid ground. Well, faith, I believe, is further explained in verse number 6. The Bible says, but without faith... It is impossible to please him. If you're going to please God, you must have faith. For he that cometh to God, now look at these two parts, must believe that he is. Listen, if you're going to put your 
trust in the God of heaven, you've got to believe, and that's just a simple basic part of faith. You must believe that he is, that he exists. He is truthful. He is exactly who he claims to be. I believe the God of this book, the Bible. Amen. I believe what the Bible says. I'm trusting that what God said is true about the God of heaven. I'm trusting that. Then the Bible says, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I've always labeled this with two words that start with the letter A. First of all, Believe that he is, that's the fact that he's alive. Amen. He exists. He is who he said he was. But not only that, that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him, that is the ability of God, that he is not only alive, but he's able to support what he said he could do. If God said, he that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. If God said, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, amen. I believe it. I'm trusting it, amen, for my eternal salvation. By faith, I trust what God said. Now, I'm going to give you a simple little definition of faith. You can write this down if you're taking notes. And I think we're going to prove this from the scripture of what faith is. Faith is simply whole, that's talking about W-H-O-L-E, whole soul trust in the Word of God. Amen. I'm putting my soul's trust in what God said in the Bible. Now let's look at that in Scripture just a little bit. Romans chapter 10, verse number 17 Romans chapter 10, verse number 17. Most of y'all could probably quote this verse. The Bible says, Romans 10, verse 17. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by what? The very foundation of faith is upon that book. Without this Bible, you don't know about heaven, you don't know about hell, you don't know about Jesus, his virgin birth, his sacrificial death and shed blood, amen. You don't know about the resurrection, you don't know about eternal life, you don't know how to go to heaven, amen. If I'm going to go to heaven one day, i got to trust, amen, the Word of God. That's where my faith is settled, amen. Amen. I've encouraged people that's even had doubts about their salvation and it's not based on feeling. It's not how you feel, amen, from one day to the next. It all goes back, did you do what God said to do to be saved and have eternal life? You got to put your faith on the Bible, on the Word of God. There may be days you don't feel too saved. Some of you, when you had to spring forward one hour, amen, this morning may not have felt too saved after you lost an hour's sleep, amen. But we don't base our eternal soul upon how we feel. We base that upon, thus saith the word of the Lord, my faith rests in God's word and in the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. That's where my faith is. Turn over to 2 Corinthians chapter number 4. 
I believe it was Brother Guy Roberts on Monday night of last week preached from this text a tremendous message. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 16, as you find your place, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 16, for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. How are we going to do that? By faith. By faith. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. I'm thankful for chapter divisions, but sometimes if you don't keep reading, you're going to miss something because of that chapter division. Look at verse 1 of chapter 5. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house uh, not made with hands, amen, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house which is from heaven. Amen. All of that unseen, amen, that which is in heaven. Verse 3, if so be that being clothed we shall not be found naked. Verse 4, for we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened and not, uh, not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now he that hath wrought us for the selfsame thing is God, who also hath given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. Amen. That earnest, that, uh, that down payment, amen. The Spirit of God sealed until the day of redemption. Verse 6, therefore we are always confident knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by what? Faith. Faith not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Wherefore we labor that whether present or absent we may be accepted of him. What are we doing from day to day down here looking into eternity? We're trusting an unseen God, amen, by faith and with our heart and our lives we live and we walk by faith. That's trust in what this book says. Amen? We're trusting the Bible. We're trusting the Word of God. We live by faith, not by sight. If you're living by sight, you're living for temporal things. But if you're trusting the God whom you've never laid eyes on, for your soul's eternity, then that's different. Amen. You're living, you're walking by faith. I'll refer you back to Ephesians, and we won't turn there, but the Bible says, for by grace are you saved through faith. Do you know the first 30-something times the word grace is used in the Bible? It's the position of somebody in a lowly position looking up to someone in a place of authority above them that they might find grace in their eyes. They're looking up 
to find grace that might be extended down to them. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Jacob, when he was before Esau, sent out that entourage of, of gifts ahead to Esau because he was afraid his brother was going to kill him. And he bowed himself before Esau, Oh, that I might find grace in thine eyes. What is grace and faith? For by grace, amen, that's, that's God looking down, amen. For by grace are you saved through faith. That's man looking up, trusting God, amen. For by grace are you saved through faith. God looking down to man, man looking up to God, and through grace and faith, God puts it together, amen. Amen. Trusting God by faith, what he said in this book. That's faith. Faith is whole soul trust in the word of God. I'm putting my faith in what God said, not only for the now and now, but for the future and all eternity. I'm trusting God by faith. Amen. James chapter 2, the Bible tells us that those devils, they believed that there is a God. Faith is belief, but it, it's, it's trust. You've heard the old illustration, I'm sure, hundred, hundreds of times about I believe this chair can support my weight, but what I do is by trust, I put my weight in the chair, amen. And I'm not only believing that the chair could hold me, listen, there are those that believe there is a God, but faith, amen, in the Bible is saying, okay, I'm going to trust you, Lord, amen. And I'll put my trust in your word. I'll rely upon your word. I will believe and put my faith in you. Amen. I'm trusting, amen, that unseen hand, amen. I'm trusting the God of heaven by faith, by faith. Turn to Ephesians chapter number one. I'm having a good time. I hope you are. Amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter number one. There is a sentence that begins in verse number seven. And yes, punctuation is important in the Bible. You read through these verses and sometimes... You don't notice that there's not a period at the end of those verses. There's semicolon, semicolon, colon, 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 and then in verse 12, a period. And that's important. Look at verse 7. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. How many is thankful for that? What a precious promise. Amen. In whom we have redemption through his blood. By the way, in Colossians, a very similar verse to that, verse, chapter 1, verse 14, many of the modern versions of the Bible, if not all of the modern versions, leave out through his blood. Through his blood. Listen, I still believe, amen, whether it's considered old-fashioned or not, I believe the blood of Jesus Christ, amen, is what we have forgiveness and redemption through, is through the blood of Jesus, amen. I don't appreciate people leaving that out of the Bible. Amen. Amen. Verse 8. 
wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. Amen. Verse 9, having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance. Boy, I'm thankful for that being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. We're not finished yet. Verse 12, that we should be to the praise of his glory. All these promises, all these precious things that uh, an inheritance and redemption and that predestination, verse number 11, all those things that are in those verses come down to verse 12 that we should be to the praise of his glory who, what? First trusted in Christ. You know where the foundation is? It's by faith, amen, putting your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ for your soul, amen, and then all those other precious promises are built on your trust by faith in Jesus Christ. I tell you what, I'm glad for precious promises, amen. And all of that is possible to those who first, who first trust Christ by faith. Amen. What is faith? Faith is whole soul trust in the word of God. Turn back to Hebrews chapter 11. I'm hurrying along. Hebrews chapter 11. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11. Not only in... Hebrews chapter number 11, do we see the explanation of faith in verse 1, 2, and verse number 6. And these first few verses of this chapter down through verse number 10, we see some very pertinent examples of faith. And this chapter is filled with examples of faith and the names become more frequent as you get to the close of that chapter and then finally concludes in verse 38, of whom the world was not worthy and just encompasses all those that walk by faith and trust God and, and thank God for the hall of faith in Hebrews chapter number 11. I want, to, I want you to see four individuals today and a few things about them, and I won't be long, but Hebrews chapter 11, in these first 10 verses, names... Four Bible characters, and I, I want you to see what is produced by putting faith in God, by just trusting God at his word, what is produced. How many of us want to walk by faith and not by sight? Amen. How many of us want to live up to that song we often sing, living by faith? Do you want to be a child of God like that, to just trust the Lord? You know, when you can't see the future and you can't see uh, which way something may turn or you can't uh, have everything in concrete proof, sometimes it's hard to take a step, isn't it? Yep. I'm thankful. Now listen, I'm, I'm using this as an illustration because I've been there. But I'm thankful for the time that God allowed my family and I to be missionaries overseas. 
because there were some steps, and I'll be honest, we surrendered to go to the mission field, and there were some steps along the way that I had no idea which way it was going to turn out, but we were just taking step after step and seeing God work and seeing God provide and seeing God move in ways I had no idea what God was going to do. But we were just trusting. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to just trust and obey. Just trust God. Believe the God, amen, that saved you and has called you. Just trust him, amen, with your future. Trust him in obeying and believing him at his word. Just trust God. Verse number four. Here's some product of faith, what faith produced. In verse number four, by faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. Number one, an excellent sacrifice was produced and offered to God because Abel trusted God by faith. Somewhere, and it's not worded as such, but I believe they understood what it was acceptable to God and what was not acceptable. I believe Abel knew that this offering should be given in the way it was given. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. An excellent sacrifice, making an offering to God. Turn to Psalm 51. I'm going to just make some personal application here. Psalm 51. Psalm 51. The words of David in this psalm of repentance, this contrition, this confession of sin and Coming clean with God, purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Look at verse 17. David knew this even under the law. Look at it, verse 17. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. You know what a broken spirit is? Someone that through a contrite heart or heart of contrition is free from their self, their own self-worth, their own self-ability. They're broken before God and holy with their soul, trusting what God said and say, God, I'm unworthy, but you are worthy and I'm trusting you. Broken spirit. I see the element of faith, what it produces, it produces an excellent sacrifice. We see that in Abel. Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. Then verse 5, there's another man mentioned here by the name of Enoch. We're familiar with Enoch, that he was translated, the Bible says in Hebrews eleven five that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. 
Not only we see faith produces an excellent sacrifice, it produces an excellent step. Amen. His steps were ordered by the Lord. He was walking with God. Those people in Enoch's day probably thought he was crazy. He wasn't crazy. He was just convinced that what God said was, was accurate and true. Enoch was a preacher of righteousness. Amen. And uh, he was preaching about the second coming. We see Psalm 37, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. Faith in God will produce excellent steps in walking for the Lord. What about a man walking those years with the Lord and God said finally, why don't you just come on home to heaven, amen? And God welcomed Enoch home through that translation, amen. That's walking by faith, walking by faith, that which pleases God. Number three, we see a third character here in Hebrews 11, verse 7. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house. Number three, faith produces excellent service. Noah prepared an ark. And it was not only that he prepared an ark through building and his sons building this structure. It was not only even his preaching that was uh, telling the world that judgment's coming. But the Bible says he prepared an ark to the saving of his house. By faith, this man Noah walked with God for the saving of his own household. It does matter, Mom and Dad, how you live. Yes, sir. We need to trust God by faith for the sake of our children. Mom and Dad, your children need to see God in you. And not only God, they need to see you trusting in the God of heaven. Amen. Walking by faith. It influences our children. I wouldn't trade a thing in the world for the times that I was able to tell my children on that mission field, look what God did. Look what God did. Amen. It matters how we walk. Just trusting God by faith. Listen, sometimes we may not have it all figured out. Sometimes we just have to take a step by faith. Amen. Trusting God. Trust in God. Excellent service. We see excellent sacrifice in Abel and excellent, excellent steps in Enoch, excellent service in Noah. And then Abraham, verse number 8, by faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing whither he went. What in the world? How many of you all would leave home to go on a trip and not know where you were going? Well, a lot of wives may be poking their husbands, amen. Stubborn husband that won't stop and ask for directions. Yeah, I heard some laughter there, amen, that confirmed that. Noah had excellent surrender, was a product of faith. He simply obeyed God 
And the Bible said he didn't even know where he was going. You know what he was doing though? He didn't know where he was going, but he knew who he was trusting. And really, why do we need to know where we're going if we know who we're trusting? Because God knows the way. And you know what? He knows the way a lot better than you do. He knows the way better than I do. Tabernacle Baptist Church, we need to, by faith, just trust God. God's going to meet the needs of what Tabernacle Baptist Church needs. Just trust in God. Trust in the Lord. Why do we need to be in those prayer rooms and on our knees at home or at church? Amen. Why do we need to be in our prayer closet? Because we need to trust God, not our own thinking. We need to trust God, not our own mind. We need to trust God in what we do. Amen. By faith, just trust in God. He sojourned in a strange place. He was looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. He was walking by faith. May God help me. May God help you to be people of faith. May God help us. Amen. What is faith? It's whole soul trust in the word of God. Let's bow our heads, please, and stand to our feet, if you would, please, with me this morning. There may be somebody that never has taken that first step as a sinner to come before God with a broken heart of repentance and say, God, I'm a sinner. Would you please save my soul? God can do that for you, amen? God can save your soul. Maybe somebody this morning needs to be saved. But there may be a church full of others that say, Preacher, I just need to be a person of faith more than I am. Not trust in my own intellect or trust in my own thinking or Listen, God's ways are far above my ways. God's thoughts are way above my thoughts. And we need to trust the unseen hand of the Lord. God, may we trust your word, depending on what you say. May we be guided by you. May God help us to do that. Brother Stevens, thank you for coming to sing. Why don't you sing an invitation hymn? Trusting every day trusting through a stormy way even when my faith is small trust in Jesus that is all trusting as the moments fly trusting as the days go by trust in him whatever before trust in Jesus that is all some are still praying if you need to come you do so now okay brother singing if my way is clear Praying if the path be drear, if in danger for him call, trust in Jesus, that is all. Trusting 
has the moments fly trusting has the days go by trust in him whate'er before trust in jesus that is all amen i'm glad i know whom i have believed and i'm glad we can trust it trusting jesus that is all amen hope you've had a good day at church we hope to see you back tonight for the evening service and if you can be here for our prayer time we'd love to see you then at 5 15 and uh, may the lord bless you you're dismissed Hope you have a good Sunday. Lord bless you. Amen. Amen.